this moment is this moment. Now, what we're going to tell you is a bit of a leap, but when you die, consciousness doesn't change much. It keeps going on. It just does it without a body. A bit like a dream. You know what dreams are like? In, if you consider death to be like a dream, you have a pretty good idea what happens. The body dies. You know, your body's not there for you in terms of, in terms of functioning. It's just sleeping. But the consciousness goes on, does it not? It goes into dream states. and It goes through that deep sleep where nobody's home, which is what happens. And then the nature of the habitual patterns picks up a pattern, right? Which we call the dream state. The dream state plays itself out until you get bored with the dream and decide you actually want to make this dream happen or not. Or this dream is way too weird. You make the decision to wake up. So you're dreaming, you're having a dream. Maybe it's a dream you like. Or maybe it's a dream you can't stand. But who makes the decision to wake up? Yeah, well, in lucid dreaming, you make the decision to wake up. So why do you make that decision? Usually fear, or, or you're tired of being in a dream. You're bored. You want to get on with your real life. So now here you are in your real life, and now you're subject to the dream of being in the next moment. Because not being in this moment means you're asleep to this moment. You can't know what's going on in this moment if you're in the next moment. If I'm thinking about taking out the chickens when I'm washing the dishes, I'm asleep. I'm in a dream state. No? So if I make the decision to wake up in this moment, what illusion or what dream am I breaking? Well, I'm breaking the dream of anxiety. I'm basically breaking the dream of my identity because I don't know who I am if I'm not planning. I don't know who I am if I'm not got the ball rolling into the future. I don't know who I am if I'm just resting in this moment here, which is exactly the state of what you're in in the dream. You don't know who you are. You wake yourself up from the dream to find out who you are. But in the same thing, if you're thinking about, if you're washing the dishes and you're thinking about taking out the chickens, you're not in the here either. You're still dreaming. Unless we're planning and prodding and addicting and habituating and uh, consuming and eating, we don't know who we are. Right? We lose the sense of the definition of our separate, independent, individual identities, which we never, ever had in the first place. Your individual personality and identity was shaped by your reactions to your mother. And secondarily, to your father. So if mother said, Jan, take out the garbage, Jan said, sure, which made her a good child. Jan the good child. Or mother said, take out the garbage, and Jan said, no, which makes Jan the troublesome child or the bad child, right? And so you, if you see the nature of your addiction and your habit, you have an on-off relationship with your addiction or your habit or your consumption pattern in order to keep you in the story. And you can't ever possibly be happy in the moment because the definition of you in the moment is that which is not in the moment. Does this make sense? Do you follow what I'm saying? If I am that which is going to take care of the chickens after I finish the dishes and all I am is doing dishes, then there is no me to be the person taking the chickens out after. You could say, well, I could say, okay, I'm doing the dishes. But if you're doing the dishes, you're not really doing the dishes, are you? You're talking to yourself about doing the dishes. So let's say shut that up. I'll say, okay, no talking to yourself while you're doing the dishes. First thing that's going to happen is anxiety. Next thing that's going to happen is fear. Third thing that's going to happen is boredom. You start writing scenarios for yourself. and You, you write intellectual scenarios, then you can be the smart guy. Or you write emotional scenarios, and then you can be the feeling guy or girl. 
Or then you write sensual kind of things, and then you can be the sensual. But all of the data comes back to your basic need to put yourself in the story. What does that imply about other people? If you're the hero in your own movie, are you? Aren't you? I mean, you're always the hero in your own movie. Oh, I'm, I'm oppressed by the society. I am the struggling hero, again, oppressed by the monster of society. They're all bad, and I'm the noble warrior going out to change the... You know that one? But in any case, right, you are the hero in your own story, are you not? Even if you're the loser, I'm so bad, I'm such a loser. Well, what an identity to have, right? I mean, nobody can even argue with you. Oh, you're kind of pretty. No, no, I'm not pretty. Uh, oh, my God, uh, I got like a little blemish on my nail here. Right? So if you're a hero in your story, what is everybody else? Supporting cast. So, duh, welcome to your relationships. And so we, we write the scenario over and over again. And, and the story of, of being a hero in your own movie makes everybody else either supporting actors or the bad guy that you makes you look good. You know? Or that's the problem. You know, that person over there is the problem. And, and I'm the poor, hard-done-by-one. one. And We should all get out violins and sing the song of the victim Canadian. The Americans are so mean to us. Right? Who does this to who? Who creates these stories? And so the nature of the addiction and the nature of the appetite is you write your stories. And you can write any old story, can't you? The nice thing about a meditation retreat is you get bored with your stories. Okay, oh, here comes that one again. Here comes that one again. And so you start writing new stories. You get, well, you see, if I keep meditating, hold the pose, get a robe maybe, you know, robes are good. Then, you know, the next thing there'll be lights, you know, and then, you know, and I can see, see I can see the camera moving in, right? Cecil B. DeMille, and there may be some angels kicking around up there, right? And the lights come on, and then I'll be a Buddha, right? And then, like, I'll be the Dalai Lama, and everybody will think I'm wonderful. You want the Dalai Lama's job? How many hours a day do you think he works? How about President Obama? I mean, look at that guy's schedule, right? And he's got to come out and seem like he knows what he's doing and under control and have it all together. So that now you have the other aspect, which is the aspect, okay, well, fine. Uh, I've, you've convinced me, Sensei, that I should just be in the now, be in the present, dwell in a clear, radiant mind state, you know, breathe in, breathe out, you know, be aware of the, the ant crossing the trail or the flowers opening in the sky or the sunset happening. But what about my food? What about my job? What about my relationships? What about work? Well, the thing is, you just extend that meditation in the same place, that when you're talking to someone, you talk to them in present time. You're present. Hmm? You're present. You're there with that person doing that thing. If you're fixing your car, you know, bolt on, bolt off, you know, kind of karate kid or whatever. Bolts on, bolts off. The reason you get bored with work is it because it's repetitious. You don't like repetition because it's boring. It's boring because there's no surprise. I want an entertaining job. Now, if you have an entertaining job, what's that going to demand? It's going to demand spontaneous, non-control. Being In other words, you don't know, if you have an entertaining job, you don't know what's going to happen next, do you? No? Could be anything. You see, the problem with, the problem with having an entertaining job is you have to be an entertaining person, which means you can't know what you're going to do next. And the nature of appetite is you know exactly what you're going to do next. The nature of addiction is you know exactly what you're going to do next. 
The nature of neuroses is you know exactly what you're going to do next. It's all written. And so you go to the movies to be entertained so you don't have to live an entertaining life. It's an escape. Get over there to the movies so I don't have to be responsible for what I do next because if I, if I do know what I'm going to do next, then I'm bored. Oh, going to school tomorrow. And if I don't know what I'm going to do next, well, in that moment, you don't know who you are, do you? If you don't know how you're going to behave in the next moment, then you don't know who you are. And from uh, Freud's point of view, this is the terror of altered states of consciousness. You don't know what's going to happen next. And so now you have these two dilemmas. Not knowing what you're going to be, or who you're going to be, or where you're going to go, or what you're going to do in the next moment, which is freedom, and the understanding that if you're not connected to something, you're dead. And so you have these two parts of your being. And so what we're suggesting is, is that you learn how to, on the meditation cushion and in the spiritual halls of the temple, in the magic circle, in the magic circle of the mind of exploration, you don't know what you're going to do next. You don't know who you are. And when you go to work, you cross out of that magic circle, you enter into the world of the tribe and the community, and you function mindfully as, as clearly and as concisely as you But you don't take the dialogue out to that. Because the internal dialogue of boredom and restlessness and anxiety and is because you're living in a fantasy world in your outer world. If you bring that into your inner world and you allow those stories to unravel, the entertainment aspect, then you gradually realize there's nothing in the universe that can happen that you aren't already are. But that's on the cushion. In terms of what happens out in the world, so-called, then you have the exercise of control. I can choose to do this or not do this, but I, what I will choose is to be mindful. For more information, please visit clearskycenter.org. That's C-L-E-A-R-S-K-Y-C-E-N-T-E-R.org. Thank you.